Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We know Austin traffic can be a challenge. Come on, I can drive a tank through that gap. Put your foot on the gas and move it. Beat the commute with time saver traffic. Mornings and afternoons on Talk 1370. The right choice. And welcome back to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. I'm Casey Johns. Our guest in the studio right now from Hutchins Garage Doors. We've got Dan Grenier and Jason Latimer. Guys, good afternoon. Welcome to Ask the Experts. Well, thank you. Thanks for having us on. Appreciate it. Talk to me about Hutchins Garage Doors. How long have y'all been in business? How long have you been serving the uh, Austin area? Hutchins Garage Doors is a family-owned business, and uh, we specialize in replacement of garage doors and repairs of garage doors, as well as garage door openers and in existing homes and in new construction. We do both residential and commercial. We've been here in Austin for about 15 years now, a little over 15 years, and we have a new location in a new showroom down on West William Cannon in the south end, down near Manchac. Hutchins was started by a guy named Hutch. Believe it or not, many years ago, and Hutch passed away a few years back, and Hutchins was taken over by another garage door company who was servicing it in the area. Hutchins was sort of laying low for a few years, three or four years, until uh, we relaunched it a few years ago down here in West William Cannon Drive. We're happy to be down there, and uh, we're getting busier day to day. Let's talk about garage door issues, since that's your specialty. Why we've got you on Ask the Experts. What's the most common reason that people call Hutchins Garage Doors? Well, there are quite a few reasons why people call Hutchins Garage Doors. But uh, for the most part, uh, the garage door is just stuck either open or it's stuck down. And they can't get the garage door to move at all for one reason or another. Sometimes it's the door. Sometimes it's the opener. And... They don't really know. They just know that the door is stuck. So they give us a call and say, you know, I'm stuck in the garage. How do I get out of here? I can't get out. Exactly. How do I get out of here? Right. To that end, a lot of times customers will call us with a problem and it's, it's hard for us to know what it is until we look at it. But we will offer free estimates. We'll always send someone out for free to take a look. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to diagnose the problem on the phone, but you're definitely, with that free estimate, willing to go out there, take a look, figure out exactly what the problem is, and get them a solid estimate to be able to fix whatever it is that's going on with their door. Absolutely. You you say 30% of the calls are for repairs. What are the most common repairs that a homeowner would need with their garage door? Well, a common repair might be a broken spring or a broken cable. Uh, the door is off track. Wheels have come out. Uh, rollers need to be uh, uh, re-engaged into the track. Things of that nature. That would be be something that would be a common problem in garage doors. Let's talk about the top six reasons your garage door won't work. You, you kind of touched on a few of them there. Let's kind of run them down. The, the most common problems that people call you all for or that y'all discover when you go out on these service calls to repair doors. Right. Well, of course, you know, they're calling us and saying that my garage door is broken. It's not working. I can't get out of the garage. You know, what's the issue? What's going on? So the first thing we always ask is, is do you have a operator attached to the garage door? And if there's an operator there, there's a transmitter, correct? So if there's a transmitter, we always ask, you know, is the transmitter working? You know, have you checked the batteries in the transmitter? 
So, I mean, it's sort of a common uh, question, and uh, it may sound silly, but often the uh, the batteries are you know dead or compromised within the opener uh, within the operator, so they need to uh, get those batteries changed out. So that's the first thing that we ask them. And usually, it's just a little button battery, like you can like you find in a car remote, that oh, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, really, really easy to replace. You just slide the back of the transmitter open, and, mm-hmm. and you know, replace the battery. And, and if they've if they find that the uh, uh, battery is okay and the transmitter is working well, and then we can move on to a few other questions before we we uh, uh, find out why the garage door is working, not working. So one of the other things that we uh, usually look at is, or ask them to look at is uh, to see if their photo eyes are in alignment. So if they have an operator and their photo eyes at the you know at the bottom track of the door inside are not aligned correctly or there's something blocking them, the garage door is not going to operate from their automatic openers. So, And, of course, those yeah. eyes are there to keep the door from coming down on things that might be in the path of the door or to, to prevent it from, you know, crushing something, essentially. So certainly right. if they're misaligned, right. they're doing what they're supposed to. The problem is the eyes are just misaligned. and They're doing what they're supposed to, but if they're misaligned, your door is not going to work. Exactly. So in many cases, the door will go up. So you push the button, the door will go up, and it'll stay up. And then you go to close it. If the eyes are misaligned, it will not allow the door to come down. Yeah. Because that beam can't, those eyes can't see each other. And it's it's saying there's something in the way. This built, door is not going to move. Built-in safety feature. Right, right. So that, that's another common uh, problem. We're visiting with Dan Grenier, Jason Latimer from Hutchins Garage Doors here on Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Serving the Austin area for 15 years, they've got a brand new showroom on William Cannon. You can find all the details on their website, HutchinsGarageDoors.com. Also, give them a call, 512-442-5301, 512-442-5301. We're talking about some of the most common problems repairs needed on garage doors right now uh we've talked about photo eyes we've talked about replacing the battery in the uh transmitter what are some of the other common problems that we've got with uh garage doors that you guys face when you go out into the field one of the big ones is uh broken springs um tends to happen a lot uh when the weather shifts so when you get that first freeze or you get that first really hot day um a lot of times that's just enough to you you know break break a worn spring um and that's something that, you know, if it happens and you get a car stuck in the garage or something like that, a lot of times we'll give that emergency priority. We don't charge extra for emergency calls, but, you know, we want to get you get you going and, and to work and wherever you need to be. You know, that's generally something that we can take care of uh, same day in most cases. You mentioned that springs you can take care of same day. What about some of the other problems? Is that typically a one-day repair for most repairs with garage doors? I know replacements might be a longer process, but repairs typically speaking. And in a lot of cases, the technicians will have parts to, you know, get things going, you know, on the truck so that we don't have to make a return trip. Uh, If you've got a door that's, you know, been overlaid with wood, sometimes we're going to have to make two trips because that's going to be a custom spring. Um, you know, or occasionally if we've got an order to a part, but, you know, usually we would do what we can to, to get you moving and, you know, at least, uh, do some sort of a patch until we can get what we need to. At least get you, if you're stuck in the garage, get you out anyway. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Get, it, get it safe and secured. You talked about broken springs. What about uh, garage door limit settings? Is that a common problem that callers usually face? So over time, the, the, uh, limit settings will change just a bit as the operator is aging. So those limit settings sometimes uh, need to be readjusted from time to time. That's why it's, it's somewhat important to have a garage door tune-up every year or every year and a half or so to get that tune-up. 
you get a technician in there in order to get those limits set on your garage door opener. But one of the things you can do is if you're a homeowner and you're handy, you can go up online and you can look at if you have a, if you have a lift master opener or a genie opener, just research it online and and uh, get into LiftMaster and, and just type in something like how to set limits on such and such opener model. And a lot of times you can set these limits yourself. So they should be done every every once in a while. And uh, setting the limits is important. Just another bit of preventative maintenance, like we talk about all the time here on Ask the Experts with a lot of different things around your home. Garage door is just one more thing, and the opener is just one more thing that needs to be taken care of. Sure, and I think that's also really important. You know, in South Austin, we see a whole lot of uh, old wood doors, solid wood, 30, 40, 50 years old. And it's especially important to get those tuned up regularly because... You know, they're more like more likely to um, fall out of balance. You know, the more water they take on from the weather and things like that, they get heavier. Um, we find a lot of them that have lead paint in them and they require remediation. Um, so those old wood doors, they have a lot of problems. So, um, you know, it's especially important to get those maintained if you're not quite ready to replace them yet. You mentioned earlier broken springs. Talk about tension springs, cables. It seems to be one of the biggest problems with garage doors as they age is the springs just get brittle and, and kind of break. Springs, they have a certain amount of life to them and a certain amount of cycles that they can run before they wear out and do snap and break. So if you have a torsion spring in your garage that's the one large spring or two or three or maybe even more springs that are attached uh, above the garage door you'll see them above up and above those have a certain amount of life cycle to them so uh, an average spring would have somewhere around 10,000 cycles to it so depending upon how often you use the garage door will depend on how long that spring is actually going to last. So if you use it, you know, most people use their garage doors to get in and out of their houses these days. So uh, the children are using the garage door all the time. We're using it, and we're using it as a pass-through door more than even getting our car in and out of the garages. So there's a lot of cycles going on in those springs. Yeah, you think you open and close it, you know, twice a day. That's four times a day, 365 days a year. You're talking, you know, 10 years and those springs are gone. And I know a lot of people that use their garage door a lot more often than that every day. So right, right. If it's so, only, yeah, if they're only commonly designed for 10,000 cycles, that adds up real quick. That adds up quick. And, mm-hmm. and there we've seen springs last, you know, 10 and 15 years. And they were pretty lucky to get that many years out of their spring or springs. But then we've seen some springs that only last, you know, two or three years, but they're cycling their door 10 and 12 and, you know, a dozen times a day. Getting a lot of heavy-duty use there. Right. So the spring isn't going to last. And when the spring breaks, it's going, you know, your door is going to get out of balance and it's going to make that door very, very heavy. So you're not going to be able to lift that door. You know, when your spring breaks and you can visually see that the spring is broken, you you know, you want to call a tech right away or call your garage door company because you really don't want to mess with springs and you don't want to raise that door because the door is going to be heavy. And if you do get the door up, it's going to come crashing down. Definitely a dangerous situation. Right, right, right. Our guests on Ask the Experts right now, Hutchins Garage Doors, Dan Grenier, Jason Latimer joining us here in the studio. They've been serving the Austin area for 15 years. It's a family owned business. They've got a brand new showroom on William Cannon, 1417 West William Cannon Drive, Suite B. Find all the details on their website, HutchinsGarageDoors.com. 
You can also give them a call, 512-442-5301. If you just need a tune-up on your garage door, free estimates as well, 512-442-5301. We're going to step aside for a couple of minutes and be right back. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about garage door replacements and a little bit more maintenance tips on your garage door. You're listening to Ask the Experts here on Talk 1370. Back after this. If every talk radio program were the same, what would be the point? The Michael Berry Show is a little bit different. We're going to talk about politics, but we'll also talk about how great it is to live in Texas. Weekdays, 5 to 7 on Talk 1370. It's the Michael Berry Show. Talk 1370. The right choice. And welcome back to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. We're visiting with our friends from Hutchins Garage Doors. Dan Grenier, Jason Latimer here in the studio with us. And Dan, you were talking before the break, we were talking about tension springs and cables. And you said you had a couple more thoughts on that. Yeah, Casey, thanks for asking me about that. Um, you know, once your torsion spring breaks, and that was something that we were talking about a few minutes ago, there's quite a bit of tension put on those door cables. And often those door cables, uh, there's one on each side of the door that are attached to drums that are attached to a torsion shaft that are attached to the torsion spring. Those particular cables are going to have a lot, a lot of pressure on them. So you want to somewhat stay away from that door and uh, when that torsion spring breaks because the cables are going to be the next thing to go. So, you know, when those, t- when those cables break or when they pop off the drum, they snap around like a rubber band. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of tension on those springs. So if you can, get the car out of the garage, keep the door closed, and, and you know, call your garage door expert in order to get that done. For yeah, bo- bottom line, not to put too fine of a point on it, but if you've got a compromised garage door, it's a dangerous situation, and you definitely need to get someone out to look at it promptly absolutely sure and and that's one of the most common injuries you know you get a lot of diyers you know a lot of people that want to try their hand on it because they saw a youtube video and most of the severe injuries that we see you know are when uh, these type of people try to do their own spring repair or mess with the cables or you know a lot of people don't realize that on most doors the bottom brackets are attached to those cables so they might try to take a bracket off to replace a roller and then they've got you know, 150 pounds on this steel bracket whipping up in the air. So really be careful with those. Just give us a call. We'll give you a free estimate. Call the experts. Hutchins Garage Doors, 512-442-5301 on the web at HutchinsGarageDoors.com. Let's shift gears a little bit, guys, and talk about garage door replacement. Uh, Y'all mentioned earlier it's about 30% of the calls that y'all receive, and Mm -hmm. it's a good way to improve the value of your home. Uh, Let's talk about when is it time to get your doors replaced? What What are the signs that a door needs to be replaced as opposed to being repaired? Yeah, absolutely. And I just wanted to mention, you know, you mentioned the value of the home. You know, in 2016, uh, Remodeling Magazine put out a cost first for value report and replacing the garage doors was one of the best ways to put your money towards improving the value of your home, uh, not to mention the curb appeal. Makes perfect sense. That's if you think about it, staring at a house from the curb, that's the biggest block right there of, you know, blank space, if you will, that you're staring at. And if that door is ugly or dilapidated in any way, it's definitely going to make that bad first impression that you don't necessarily want if you're trying to sell that house for the uh, highest value possible. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be one of the first things you see. You know, as far as when it's time to replace it, one of the, you know, easiest things um, to tell before you even get close to it is, uh, you know, there again, some of these old wood doors that we see so many of in old Austin. If you've got a door that's 30, 40 years old and the bottom panel's rotting out of it, 
chances are it's time to replace the door. You know, we're not going to be able to get sections most likely for something like that. So, you know, might as well replace it, get something that's safer, get something that's completely warranted, and uh, there again, increase the value of your home. Talking about telltale signs your doors beyond fixing, you just mentioned broken sections there. What are some of the other telltale signs that your door needs to be replaced instead of repaired? A lot of times if you've got a metal panel that's cracked, um, and this can happen, you know, say a lot of times people will leave their door manually locked and run the opener. It tears the top section. If you can't find a section that's still in production for that particular make and model, you know, you're going to be looking at repair, uh, excuse me, replacement. And, you know, a lot of times we can put a stiffener bar on it, but really that's going to be sort of a, a Band-Aid on a flesh wound. It's going to be a minor fix. It might last you a couple of months. Um, another thing is, you know, if you've got a door that's so old that it's got uh, extension springs, the ones that stretch along the sides of the tracks, chances are it's pretty old. And we can update you to something that's, there again, nicer. It's got a new warranty and uh, it's going to be safer as well. You know, I see a lot of uh, those extension springs out in the field that don't have safety cables on them. The implication of that is when that spring breaks, it's likely to go shooting across the garage and hopefully nobody's in there. A couple of the things to look for when you're looking to uh, replace your garage door or when you know your garage door needs to be replaced are loose panels. You know, loose panels, no matter how many screws you put in that panel, that panel is still just loose. It's just plain worn out. So... Uh, that's something that you look for. And when you have loose panels like that, you'll notice that your door is going to have excessive vibration. So as the door is, is operating and moving, and you see this excessive vibration, and parts have just worn out. The rollers may have rusted and, and worn out. Uh, track is getting, uh, you know, a little bit worn as well. It's not taking grease anymore so that you can't lube the door well anymore. And uh, and the other thing is just the the noise in the operation of the door. It's just noisy, noisy, noisy. So when it gets to that point, you know that you can't quiet that door down. You can't put any more screws in it. There's no way you're going to get rid of the vibration of the door. It is just worn. It's time. Well, and it's it's like we were talking about earlier with the uh, with the springs and looking to get those repaired. Yeah, th- there's a lot of moving parts in the garage door, and if you're using it four, six, eight times a day, up and down over time, it's just prone, like anything else. It's just prone to kind of start coming apart. Right. It's like a refrigerator. You know, when you have a refrigerator and you have a you have a uh, a, a number of kids like I do, you know, that refrigerator door gets opened and closed often. And that it's refrigerator not, really gets you. More often it's open than it is closed. <laughs> right. So you see that you'll see that your refrigerator wears out after a while too. Well it's the same with the garage door. There's a lot of moving parts there. Um, however the garage door is a you know, you need to be sure there's a lot of safety there that you know that our techs will be looking for. So a safe, good operating garage door is is important. And when they get noisy and rattly like that, you really ought to get it looked at and, you know, get an opinion on whether you need to get it replaced or not. And and you mentioned safety there. Outside of the mechanical and the uh kind of structure of the door, uh staying together over time and wear and tear on that safety eyes we were talking about this earlier kind of a key component to uh, make sure that the door operates safely as people are going in and out of it talk about that system and how problems with that could lead to replacement as opposed to repair you know the operator is probably the one thing that you want to be able to be sure is operating correctly because that's what that's what's making your door move 
So those safety eyes are very, very important. Since 1993, you can't install a garage door or a professional can't install a garage door without attaching the safety eyes correctly and making sure that those safety eyes are working. You don't want to have, you, if you can remember, you know, as a child, I can remember running out of the garage door at my house and trying to beat the garage door before it got down to the bottom, you know, push the button inside, run and get out of the garage. Um, back then, you know, I'm I'm not a young man anymore, <laughs> you know, but... Uh, uh, but back then, we didn't have safety eyes. Yeah, the systems weren't quite as advanced, and you could easily do that. Now, a kid right. tries that, they run right through those safety eyes if they're working properly, and it just stops. Boom, the door goes right back up. Mm-hmm. It'll reverse itself and go back up. So, yeah. that you know, that's that's absolutely very important. One of the kids, one of the things you want to do also is is to try to get your kids to not ride the door. One of the things that we have, you know, that... When you're a kid, you see the door moving, you know, a kid will latch onto a panel and see if he can ride the door up or she can ride the door up. Another thing they do is they get in the garage and they, they'll hold onto the torsion bar and they'll hang on the torsion bar as the as the door is rolling. I mean, you've got to just keep your kids away from that, it. So that, safety. that whole system has enough weight on it already with the door itself. You don't need to be adding a, a kid or, you know, any any human body onto that. Right, right. Let's talk about, you mentioned the, the, the safety eyes in the opener. What about just the general security of the home? We mentioned earlier that, you know, many people go in and out of their home through their garage door, through their garage. You know, let's talk about security and how uh, replacing a garage door could enhance the security of your home. Uh, well, you know, you got to figure this is not only the largest moving object in your house. It's, you know, the largest entry point. And a lot of people, you know, worry about security. I think the biggest deal is when we see doors that are already kind of falling apart. Probably the homeowner knows it needs to be replaced at some point. Um, but, uh, yeah, putting a new door on it, making, sh- making sure it's the correct fit. Um, you've got the correct uh, type of locking devices on it. Um, you know, a lot of people don't, know, don't realize as well that if you have a manual lock, you really shouldn't be messing with it if, you're, uh, if your opener is connected. Because most modern openers, they're going to effectively lock the door while it's in the down position. Um, in fact, we have some direct drive operators which mount on the wall. They're pretty cool. And they come with a physical deadbolt, but it's, uh, it's uh, controlled by the operator. So a lot of cool new features that are coming out that will uh, help keep that secure. Some of the older aluminum doors as well are, are easy to compromise. So if, if you're looking for security, you really want to get a door that, that is rigid. So you, you, when you're moving around town or when you're looking at doors, you see a lot of these steel doors that are just what we call pan doors. There's no insulation on them. There's no steel back. They're not really rigid doors. Those doors are, are not easy to get into, and you can see when they, those doors have been compromised. But in a way, they are easy for some people to get into if they know what they're doing. So for safety reasons you want to be sure that your door gets checked every now and then so you can't slide the panels from side to side so an object can get into the sides of it and you want to be sure that the top panel is really rigid so you can't get a wedge into it in order to bend the door forward in order to reach in and unlatch it and get in that door so having a newer door if we were talking about newer doors and we were talking about security you really want to find something that is well insulated, that's a rigid door that um, has a, uh, a 26 gauge steel to it and a steel back so that those door panels cannot be bent or compromised easily in any way.
You're listening to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370. Our experts in the studio right now, Hutchins Garage Doors, Dan Grenier, Jason Latimer, our guests with us right now. They've been serving the Austin area for more than 15 years. They've got a brand new showroom on William Cannon. If you're in the market for a new garage door, stop on by. Look at some of the options there. 1417 West William Cannon Suite B. You can also give them a call, 512-442-5301 or on the web at HutchinsGarageDoors.com. They offer free estimates for repairs or replacement as well. Give them a call, 512-442-5301. Guys, we got just a couple of minutes left. You mentioned some of the new features that are available on some of the newer openers. Uh, let's talk about some of those in just the couple of minutes we've got left. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, one of our most popular options right now uh, from LiftMaster is called MyQ. Um, and basically what this does is it lets you monitor and control your smartphone, uh, excuse me, or your garage door opener with your smartphone. So open it, close it, see if you forgot to close it. I was going to say um, the, the, oh my God, I just drove off yes. and did I leave the garage door up? Right. Um, you know, additionally you can, you know, if you really want to keep an eye on it, say you're going on vacation, you can set it to send you push alerts if it opens or closes unexpectedly. You know, I like to use it to leave uh, messages for the UPS guy if I'm expecting a package. Call me, I'll let you in the garage so this doesn't sit out front all day. That kind of thing. Um, Additionally, we're starting to see uh, DC-powered operators become a lot more popular, uh, which is really nice for a couple of reasons. Um, One of which being that they're very, very quiet. Uh, They are slow to start, slow to stop. That means it's easier on the door. Um, Also, in a lot of cases, that allows you an option for battery backup. So... You know, if you lose power, you should be able to run your run your door a couple dozen times um, until they get the power back on. Exciting new features, and in a tech connected city like Austin, a lot of people uh, interested in those. I'm sure anything you can control with your smartphone seems to be the the new trend there. Well, guys, that just about wraps up our time. Of course, y'all are going to be back next month to talk about more things garage doors. In the meantime, if uh, you've got any garage door issues with your home that you need a repair, replacements, anything, give Hutchins Garage Doors a call, 512-442-5301. They're also on the web at HutchinsGarageDoors.com. Dan Grenier, Jason Latimer. Guys, thanks for coming by Ask the Experts today. Good to see you, Casey. Thanks, Thank Casey. you for having us. Absolutely. And you've been listening to Ask the Experts on SOC 1370. If you've got a question for any of our experts, feel free to shoot us an email, AskTheExperts at talk1370.com and of course you can also catch up on past episodes anytime talk1370.com slash experts we'll see you next week here on ask the experts Get breaking news, exclusive contests, and more delivered right to your inbox. I like knowing things. Join the Right Choice Club at Talk1370.com and you'll be in the know. Just go to Talk1370.com and click on the Right Choice Club from Talk1370. The Right Choice. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 